Hi everyone. So we are trying something new today. Um, along with our financial educational initiatives like Varsity and uh, creating Q&A and Zerodha podcast and the Zerodha Parshala podcast, we wanted to do something where we can have live question answers with our viewers. And for that, we wanted to talk about financial, um, everything financial uh, in terms of what you need to know for savings and for um, your uh, uh, financial needs. So uh, today we'll be talking about tax saving mutual funds, but we are waiting on a guest uh, right now. And Amit Grover from DSP uh, Mutual Fund will be joining us. So Amit has joined the stream. So we'll quickly give you an intro about what we're trying to do today. So first things first, so in March, everybody has this pertinent question about how to um, plan their taxes and uh, how to make sure that they're saving uh, well for the financial, financial year. And tax saving mutual funds or ELSS mutual funds are a good instrument for that. Uh, Amit Grover, who is here to talk about uh, the ELSS mutual funds and help us through the uh, process of understanding it. Uh, he works at DSP Mutual Fund, uh, and he heads the Learning and Development uh, Department there. Uh, in, in his free time, he talks to investors and helps them understand about how to invest in the best way possible. Hi, Amit. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, how are you doing? All well, Vishnu. I hope I'm visible, audible. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're audible. So this is Mohit. Uh, Perfect. So. Uh, sorry. Hi, yeah. Mohit. I'm sorry. So uh, we're not able to see you because uh, Twitter allows like there will be only one video we'll try to figure out if like in the future episodes we can have the guest no worries no worries but we can hear you clearly so perfect you had earlier done this um posted this video about um how to make sure that you're investing in ELSS mutual funds for the right duration uh before you introduce that to our viewers could you talk to us a little about how ELSS mutual funds work, what they are, and how somebody can use them for their tax planning and savings for, for the financial year. So, sounds good. So let, let me just set up the context and the stage yeah. first. Let's say if you have a salary of 100, okay, and you have to pay a tax of 30%, yeah. what will you tell your parents? What is your salary, 100 or 70? Yeah. Uh, honestly, even 100 is right, even 70 is right. What you get in hand is 70. Yeah. Uh, there are two things in life which are very certain. One is death and second is taxes. You have to pay taxes. Uh, so you cannot avoid taxes, but you can definitely uh, minimize and reduce your taxes. Thankfully, uh, government gives us an option called as Section 80C, where you can reduce your taxable income by 1.5 lakhs. Okay. Uh, and uh, this is one uh, section which ideally everybody should use it because it reduces your tax income by 1.5 lakh rupees. It's and there's nothing wrong in it. It's actually saving money. It's your hard-earned money. And, and, and one should actually utilize it and to save their taxes. for this uh, benefit because they want to encourage you to save. Actually, the government, want, the government encourages people to save uh, and invest. And, and that's the incentive which government gives in terms of reducing your tax uh, liability in general. Now, uh, there are many instruments and options which a government has given. Uh, under Section 80C, you can put your money in PPF account, which is Public Provident Fund, NSE, National Savings uh, Certificates, 
LIC uh, insurance, a lot of insurances which you can invest, uh, and also ELSS. Traditionally, uh, if I look at my parents and if I look at the uh, older generation, they generally preferred a, a, a PPF, NSCs, uh, insurance. But if you look at the, the recent trend in the last 8, 10, 12 years, uh, a lot of allocations is also happening into a category called as ELSS. Uh, I will be mainly talking about this category. It's called Equity Linked Savings Scheme. So all these instruments which I talked earlier, like PPF, NSE, and all these instruments, basically are fixed income instruments, debt instruments. They're good, they are safe, but the disadvantage is that they cannot create wealth for you from a long-term perspective. What do I mean by they can't create wealth? They give you returns in line with inflation. Yeah. So Joby Mengai Hoti, whatever is inflation, it gives you in returns in line with that. Uh, Amit, before you proceed, uh, uh, let me just tell our viewers that we're also taking questions that you can ask Amit. So you can keep posting them and at the end of Amit's talk, we'll ask him these questions. Perfect. Please, please put all your questions. So that, that makes it interesting because I would like to talk to the audience and, and try to answer all your questions. So uh, all these instruments which uh, were there in the past, which are still there, it helps you give safe returns, but it doesn't beat inflation. They give you returns in line with inflation. That's why they're not supposed, they're not, they're not called wealth creators. They're called wealth preservers. Now, ELIS is, is nothing but an equity-linked savings scheme. Uh, if I have to explain it further, basically, it's like a normal equity mutual fund. And I'm sure we all of us know what a mutual fund is. There's a fund manager and typically uh, based on his research uh, uh, on stocks and sectors, he builds a portfolio, a well-diversified portfolio across stocks and sectors, uh, which are well-researched uh, across categories, large cap, mid cap, small cap, across good sectors. And his endeavor and objective is to create wealth from a long-term perspective. Now, what is an advantage of putting money into an ELSS? First, obviously, you, you, you save on your taxes under Section ATC. But the biggest advantage uh, which comes is that the lock-in period uh, of an ELSS is the shortest among all the tax options. If, like, if you look at uh, PPF, uh, it has a lock-in of 15 years. Insurance, LICs and other insurance, they also have a very long uh, uh, lock-in. NSE also has a lock-in of five, six years. So te technically, all the other instruments have higher lock-in. In this, the lock-in period, that means the units are free for redemption after three years. The, when you invest into an ALSS, for the first three years, the money is locked in. So you cannot remove the money. But after three years, you are free to remove your money. So it's good that if, if in case if a client wants money after three years, uh, he has already saved his taxes and he can utilize his money. But, uh, I, I just want to... uh, is there any provision for somebody to like withdraw money if he has emergency needs? To... No. No, no. Uh, the money is locked in for three years. Only after three years, the money will come to the account. No matter whatever is the emergency, he cannot redeem the money. There is a lock-in for three years. Uh, now, uh, one thing which I'll tell you uh, is, is a mistake which I generally see a lot of investors who put money into ELSS, uh, they do is that since the lock-in for ELSS is three years, generally people think that the time horizon is three years, which is actually completely wrong. Okay, uh, ELSS is nothing but an equity mutual fund. And we all know uh, in, in, in a, three years is actually a very short term period. I won't even call it a short term. I'll, I'll call it very short because in three years, a lot of range of outcomes can come. Equity market can give you very good returns in three years also. It can give you normal returns. It can give you no returns. It can give you negative returns. It can give you horrible returns. So basically all the range of outcomes are possible in three years. So honestly, for me, uh, if in case somebody is investing into an ELSS, I would say, yes, the units are free to redemption after three years. But if you are seriously looking to create wealth 
in an ELSS, you should not look from a three-year perspective. You should look from a decade's perspective, like one decade and two decade. I'm sure uh, all of our audience knows a simple formula of compounding. Okay, it was taught in class fifth. The only thing how you create wealth is by two things. First is returns have to be good. So equity has a potential of giving high returns. But the most important thing which creates wealth, honestly, is time. So the higher, the longer the time which you give to your equity mutual fund in an ELSS, the amount of wealth which an investor can create is humongous. Now, uh, typically, uh, there's one more question which generally investors ask: How should I invest into an ELSS? Should I invest as a lump sum, or should I invest in a form of SIP? I've generally seen people wait uh, till the month of Jan, Feb, and March. And in fact, I know majority of the investors who wait for 31st March on the last day they do the investment. Uh, it is, I would say, honestly, uh, it's a trend uh, because people generally like to procrastinate things. A lot of things which we are supposed to do early, we wait uh, for the uh, last. Better for uh, tax planning if somebody like waits till the thirty-first day of March because they know how much money they've made. Is, is it better, or uh, can they do it earlier and still have the same benefit? They can see, see, uh, you know your salary, yeah. right? It's not that your salary is a surprise. Okay, you know what? Suddenly you realize, oh, this is my salary. Okay. Uh, uh, so, so you know your salary, you know your taxes. So there is there is no surprises over here. Okay, market gives you surprises, but typically when you are employed, your, your salary is very predictable. So there are two ways of doing it. Okay, uh, a lot of people uh, can do it in the form of lump sum. Okay, that's fine. But I would also uh, request a lot of people who like discipline. Uh, like I prefer to do uh, ELSS only in the form of SIP. And I'll give you my tax planning. I do a monthly SIP in an ELSS of twelve thousand five hundred. So if you do a simple maths, twelve thousand five hundred into twelve becomes one point five lakh rupees. Uh, I have done a ten year SIP. So honestly, with one transaction, a one SIP of twelve thousand five hundred per month for ten year basis, I have done my tax planning or my financial planning for a tax perspective for ten years. You know what? I have seen people every year worrying about taxes and 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 waiting for the last moment and stuff, and not even discipline. Imagine that by one small. instruction of putting an sip of 12500 per month uh, which is equal to 1.5 lakh you have done a 10 years tax planning you can even do 15 or 20 years tax planning the advantage is that you don't have to worry about the markets we all know markets are uncertain markets are unpredictable 2020 has again reinforced the point that markets are uncertain so we cannot predict markets uh, what we can only do is invest on a regular basis be disciplined i think sip in an elss for me is one of the finest option but for some reason uh, if somebody says you know what i i don't i don't want to put it on a monthly basis i want to put it on the lump sum uh, then uh, there are two options uh, you put your lump sum whenever you think market is right uh, and the valuation is right but i would just say don't wait for the last moment to invest okay uh, why procrastinate things and and wait for the last moment and carry that tension in your brain uh, if you're doing lump sum whenever you have money just put one and a half lakh and finish it or the better option is if in case you are disciplined then do an sip of this so this is in simple terms what an elss is it's, it's an equity linked mutual fund it has a potential to create amazing wealth from a long term perspective but also one more thing i just want to uh, tell my investors uh, who are listening over here that investments has two side one is returns and we all know returns are amazing but the second invisible part is risk uh, why i'm saying risk is that there have been periods where even for 3 years 4 years and 5 years elss returns have been flat okay and there have been periods in 3 years or 4 years where elss returns have been negative so uh, when you are investing into this category you have to understand that at the end of the day it's equity 
equity is subjected to market risk and the horizon that's why has to be very long term yeah. so what are the things that somebody has to look at before they invest in a ELSS fund uh, let's say they know the duration that they want to invest it for it has to be long they sure. know when they have to sure. do it. so what are the things right. do they look at see uh, ideally if you have already made up your mind that you want to put your money into an ELSS then uh, a amc which you are most comfortable with okay uh, you should invest into that amc uh, maybe you can you can split it between like two amcs uh, let's imagine if you put putting one and a half lakh maybe you can split it between two amcs or maybe if you're comfortable with one amc you can put that 1.5 lakh in that one amc uh, when you are selecting a fund uh, ideally it's very important to do their own research i have seen unfortunately investors just look at last one year two year and three year return to decide which elss is good uh, honestly that is a very short it's a very simple shortcut which people use and and in shortcuts are not the best way of selecting a fund uh, if you are a good investor uh, i would recommend that uh, do a an analysis uh, look at the the pedigree of the fund look at the uh, the, the horizon uh, look at the history of the fund look at uh, how the fund has delivered over a longer period of time yeah. see you are giving money not for 3 years but you are giving money for a long term perspective look at the history of the fund from a long term perspective look at at least 5 years 10 years uh, horizon uh, in terms of how the fund manager has performed over 10 year period uh, also i would also recommend uh, investors to also look at the portfolio of the fund uh, there are elss which are more heavy on large cap uh, uh, there are some some elss which are a combination of large and mid and there are some elss which are very heavy on small cap now you, uh, uh, in a small cap rally any elss which is heavy on small cap might be doing very well so you have to ask yourself uh, are you one of those investors who like to have a large cap or a, or a large and mid cap kind of portfolio so if you uh, one of those investors who, who are more comfortable with large and mid cap steady name good names and don't want much of small cap in your portfolio then uh, don't just get carried away with risk look at the portfolio so two things look at long history look at the pedigree of the amc and third is uh, look at the portfolio these three ideally should help you uh figure out uh, which is a good elss for you from a wealth creation perspective so whatever is your like innate um, investment philosophy you stick to that because that is something you're comfortable right. with and because you're in this yeah. for the long term uh, it'll be easier for you to not divert from what you inherently are doing so uh, we've got right. some questions uh, rahul wants to know that he, he, he wants uh, the uh, explanation between the contrast between a ppf and a elss you already answered that but uh, I, i i i i'll do it once again because there 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 are two big categories and, and both are loved categories ppf uh, because when i started my career in 2006 the first thing which my dad told me is that open a ppf account and put money over there uh, so traditionally our parents have put money in ppf see uh, ppf and equity are two different asset classes ppf is fixed income elss is equity yeah. okay and now you have to make a choice uh, which asset class uh, and, and look at your overall asset allocation okay uh, so think of pps ppf like a uh, a fixed income it's a fixed income asset class and equity uh, elss is an equity asset class uh, it is so it's, it's it's a wrong comparison because you're comparing fixed income with equity both have their advantages and disadvantages my idea is very simple that if in case you put into an elss and if you have a thought process of a ppf guy and what do i mean by that when you put money in a ppf you have a thought process of 15 years if you can put into an elss and have a thought process of an pp uh, put in elss and have a thought process of a ppf person where you say you know what i will invest for 15 years 
then I'm, then most likely you will outperform PPF by a huge margin. But if you are comparing with PPF uh, returns, but you just you have a, just have a three year horizon, then I would say rather put the money into a PPF because I I don't know after three years what returns you will make. Okay, uh, because that's because that's not what equity investment is all about. You don't invest from a three year horizon. But if you are disciplined, do a SIP for like fifteen years or ten years, or even if your horizon is ten years plus, most likely you will you will beat PPF. But if it's fifteen years, you will create amazing wealth. If it's twenty, I know investors who keep money in PPF for fifteen years and they extend it by another five to ten years. If you're one of those investors who can think that way, that way, like fifteen years plus five years plus five years. Then ideally, uh, this can create amazing amount of wealth for you. So it it all depends upon what are you as an investor yeah. type. Are you very conservative? If you're very conservative, uh, if you're if you if you're, if you're one of those who wants to play it very safe, you are happy with that eight percent return, uh, and uh, you want to, you want you want those kind of returns, then please go with PPF. But if you are one of those who has a long time horizon, you have a long time horizon plus you have a a decent amount of risk taking ability, then I think ELSS is a very good option for you. uh so this is this is a simple thing which uh, differentiates both this asset classes so sandeep has a very uh, like tangential question here it's uh, somewhat related how do you know when a fund is performing badly and what indicators should one be checking see uh, uh you know what uh, unfortunately uh, i'm sure I'm, uh, sandeep also watches cricket and uh, when you watch a cricket match uh how do you know that whether indian team uh is playing good or bad uh, let's say in the, in the recent uh match with england the four test matches which we had india lost the first test match and most likely would have lost hope on india and you you have felt the victory in australia was fluke was luck and india doesn't know how to play in india uh how do you know uh, whether the fund is uh, uh is doing well or not doing well so so it's it's a very tricky question and let me try and simplify it for you uh when you invest into an elss i would request all of you to uh, understand the underlying philosophy of the fund okay every fund has an underlying philosophy uh if you look at dsp funds uh, every fund has a underlying philosophy and when you look at the portfolio you also realize the fund manager's philosophy whether he likes quality stocks growth stocks whether he likes a uh, growth at reasonable price or what is the stock selection if you realize that the fund manager is good his thought process is good uh, and you are confident enough to bet on that fund manager and that amc from a long term perspective stick to the fund uh, understand there is no fund in the world there is not even a single fund in the world which will outperform the benchmark on a consistent basis i'll just give you a simple example even warren buffett okay who is supposed to be like we all idolize him and say he's the smartest guy on earth even his portfolio underperformed the benchmark 33% of the time approximately uh so imagine if warren buffett was in india managing an elss fund you would have told him sir your fund is not performing he would have had to listen it 33% of time so every fund will go through the period of underperformance the worst mistake what you can do is keep on switching from the uh, worst, from the if your fund underperforms to again to a best performer only to realize that even now this is underperforming and then again you switch it off select select good funds which based on your research based on your conviction based on track record uh, based on uh, how the fund manager manages the fund and the process of the fund and once you realize that the fund manager is sticking to the process and you're liking his thought process then stick with it 
uh, you if you want outperformance and good returns you will have to stay with the fund manager during periods of underperformance if you leave the fund manager during the periods of underperformance then you should not be expecting high alpha from a long term perspective so um, rishabh has a question um, should yes. we worry about the expense ratio of funds some funds have 1.5 to 2% expense ratio and some have 0.28% expense ratio uh yes expense ratio is 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 a is a is a criteria which you should look at okay uh but that should not be a a criteria in isolation uh it is it is like uh paying a tuition fee okay uh what is expense ratio expense ratio is basically like paying a tuition fee uh it's like saying i'll go to a teacher who who charges me the lowest fee uh can sound a good idea might not sound a good idea uh yes at the end of the day you are paying a fee to a mutual fund uh select a mutual fund which is which you think is good and at the same time it's charging uh in an optimum level uh just then just let expense ratio be not the only criteria for selecting uh, a good amc with a low expense ratio or a moderate expense ratio uh is a is 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 a is a good combination uh ivar is asking are elss funds equivalent to multi cap or large mid cap uh, funds see uh, sebi has classified mutual funds like large cap mid cap small cap multi cap flexi cap uh focus fund large cap and these categories have been made and they have been defined by sebi but uh, elss is a category which sebi says it is only for tax option yeah. sebi doesn't says over here that how should a mutual fund manager or a amc manage or build the portfolio uh it is left on the amc to do it some amcs have portfolio which are more large cap heavy some make it more mid cap or and large cap heavy so there's a combination of large and mid and there are some amcs at uh, who who also have a a decent sizable amount of small cap uh so that's why i told you look at the portfolio uh and what you are most comfortable with uh and in, if you look at the portfolio the the percentage mix of large mid and small cap is mentioned over there okay uh, it it is in, in the in the portfolio allocation so basically if you are one of those who likes to be in a steady good companies the blue chip uh, companies and and a moderate amount of mid caps then select a fund which has got large and mid cap in the in the thing but if you are also one of those who would like to have a decent amount of small caps because your horizon is long and stuff then maybe you would like to have a, a amc which has a large mid and small all three combination so i would so there is there's no specific definition that this uh, elss means large cap elss means large and mid cap so that definition is not there in an elss category okay I mean, just one question to conclude uh, so we've spoken about the uh, duration that you should be invested in the uh, elss mutual fund for we've spoken about when you need to um, invest when you need to like start saving um you've also uh, like briefly touched upon uh, what things you need to look at when you are investing or picking a, a elss mutual fund um could you like uh, in summary points uh, in actionable points for our viewers uh, let us know what are the things that you need to look at when before you make your elss investment this year perfect okay so i'll i'll, I'll just summarize it for you or whatever i discussed till now Uh, ELSS is nothing but an equity linked savings scheme it's basically a mutual fund which has a three year lock in uh, the benefit of ELSS is that it has the lowest tax uh, uh, lock in period uh, among all tax options so you can redeem your money after three years the third point which i told is just because you can redeem your money after three years 
doesn't mean that your time horizon is three years. Uh, your time horizon should be decades. You should think it. Think about it. Elif is like a PPF account. At least have a fifteen-year time horizon. That's how you'll create wealth and 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 uh, make some sizable value for yourself. You can put money in ELSS in a form of lump sum or an ELS or, or an SIP. Uh, if in case you are a disciplined investor, I would say please do an SIP of 12,500 rupees. Your, uh, your complete 1.5 lakh rupees is completely planned for the next 10, 15 years the way you want it. So one transaction and you have saved it. But if you want to put lump sum, uh, whenever you think markets are right, uh, invest at that time. But don't wait for the month of March, 31st March to on the last day to invest. Okay. Uh, if you are somebody who is very conservative uh, and, and, and are happy with those conservative good 8% safe returns, then I think PPF is a very good option. Then, then ideally you should put money in PPF. But if you are one of those who is uh, somebody who wants to try both, maybe you can put some money into PPF and some money into an ELSS. Even, even, even I've seen investors doing that also. Nothing wrong with that also. You can even try that option. Uh, but if you are one of those uh, who want to create wealth and have a long time horizon, and, but also want the flexibility that after three years, if in case you want money, it's it's available for redemption, then I think ELSS is also a great option. Understand, we are comparing two different asset classes. Uh, equity, ELSS is equity asset class. PPF, NSC, LICs, and other things are fixed income asset class. So ideally comparing them in isolation in returns doesn't make sense uh, because we're talking about two different asset classes. Uh, Amit, I know uh, we said that the previous question was the last one, but there's a very interesting question that uh, Ivar has asked. So his follow-up question is, if I'm moving to the new tax regime, would investing right. in ELSS funds still make sense? Uh, yes. See, uh, with your new tax regime, uh, I would I would recommend that, you know what, just uh, there are a lot of calculators which are re readily available over there. Uh, just see and just put uh, your ELSS option over there. Visa uh, is the old tax regime and see whether it it, it is beneficial or not. Uh, I don't know your salary. I don't know your composition. Mm -hmm. I don't know your breakup of your salary. But they're easily just go on Google and just say uh, tax calculators, old versus new. And Excel will come in. Just put the number and it will tell you the final amount. So whichever seems better, you can opt for Even if uh, there's not much additional or incremental tax benefit that you're getting by investing in the uh, ELSS scheme if you're in the uh, new tax regime, does it make sense to do it for behavioral reasons because you'll be locked in and uh, somebody might want to like keep that external um, like behavioral check in? I, 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 you are, you are banged on, you know what? Uh, when, uh, when, when I, when I uh, started my SIP of my wife, uh, and that I'm talking about approximately 10 years back, uh, uh, and that's when I, I started her SIP in an ELSS, uh, and I started with a bigger amount. In fact, what I just told you was 12,500, but it was a bigger amount. And the reason was very simple. Uh, my idea was simple that even if she wants, uh, she should not be able to redeem her money for the simple reason is that because we were trying to inculcate a habit of saving and investing that Tomorrow, even if for some reason we feel that, you know what, we should redeem our money and let's go for a trip, uh, we cannot do it because our high hands are tied. Okay. For somebody who wants to do it, uh, they should do it uh, because it, it is uh, it is just tying up your hands and saying that, you know what, even if tomorrow I need money, even if my friends are going for a picnic, I can't do anything because uh, I can't redeem this money. Uh, so it all depends upon you. Uh, I initially did it, but but I, it doesn't mean I'm recommending anyone. It all depends upon you. Uh, see, uh, the benefit of an equity mutual fund is that it's liquid. You can redeem the money anytime, and and 
we all know we we can require money anytime mm-hmm. but if you're very sure that no matter whatever happens you will not require that money maybe you can try it because you are right from a behavior finance perspective it makes sense once you tie your hands even if whatever happens you cannot do about it so it's a good behavior nudge which you can do to yourself so that you become a better investor uh, amit we have a couple of more like questions if you've got time we we can we can absolutely absolutely i, I, I i'm very happy so uh, one is uh, let's say sip versus uh, lump sum um, what should be you've touched upon this but uh, just to like elaborate what should be like the right approach to invest in an elss fund see the, uh, it, it is it is not it is never ELS, uh, sip versus lump sum it all depends upon whom you yeah. are let's say if you are if you are if you're working in a service yeah. class and you know that uh, my salary is consistent why not do an sip in elss and just one instruction takes away your headache for last okay. next okay. 10 years but if you're in a, if you're a business person and 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 inflows and outflows keeps okay. happening uh, and, and and there is no certainty in terms of what income comes in and you also feel that you know what i have a special ability of timing the market okay then in that case you can maybe put the money in the form of lump sum very okay and you can put it it all depends upon your personality okay. type Uh, a person like me is more comfortable because i believe you cannot time the market i i prefer an sip but i also know certain investors and certain behavior types and certain people and which they are also equally right because they feel that you know what they know when markets are slightly expensive cheap or fairly valued and when markets are uh, are, are available at a, a, a cheaper price i will just do an elss on that day so if in case you are one of those who wants discipline then do sip if you are one of those who wants a uh, uh want to time the market and put it on a particular day then lump sum but i would say majority of the people unfortunately come on the third type who procrastinate till the end till the march end and even in march they don't do it they do it on 30th march or 31st march uh and that's human nature we love to procrastinate on things even filing our taxes we do it on the last day even filing uh, uh buying income uh, uh, elss we wait for the last day and this is how human behavior is okay uh neeraj has a very interesting question uh, this year i need to invest 30000 elss funds don't have yeah. the money for now is it a good idea to yeah. withdraw 30000 from my earlier invested elss uh, mutual fund which is uh, like 3 years before so i'm eligible to take it out yeah. yes yes it again yes. in the same yes. fund yes uh, so basically uh, uh, at the end of the day for tax saving for this year you you have to pay 30000 rupees yeah. right so technically uh, it, it's like it's like saying it's like neeraj is asking a question that can i put remove money from by my one pocket and put it in the other pocket yes you should do it at the end of the day it's your money you are removing from one pocket and keeping it to the other pocket but the benefit is that by transferring your money from one pocket to the second pocket you are saving taxes so as long as you remove money and then after the redemption the money comes in and you put in the same fund you are you, you have a, uh, a benefit that equity money is still in equity and you are saving taxes we should absolutely okay, do it okay so neeraj i hope that answers your question like very uh, certainly uh, amit slightly different from elss but you've spoken a lot about investor behavior when investing so could you like yeah. briefly talk about the right behavior when investing in an elss fund see uh, right behavior is only this thing uh, i the problem is about uh, how ELSS is been per- perceived by people. Uh, see, ELSS is an equity fund, yeah. uh, and I'll again say that it's an equity fund. 
and the problem is most of the and this is also slightly mistake from our side also because when we explain ELSS, uh, you know what sometimes what happens sometimes the biggest benefit of a product becomes its curse. Yeah. Uh, what is the biggest benefit of equity also? That it's very liquid. You can buy and sell anytime. And that also becomes a curse because since you can buy and sell anytime, instead of holding it for decades, you start trading right. about it. Uh, the biggest uh, advantage of an ELSS is that you have an option of redeeming after three years. This is a very good advantage. But then unfortunately, that becomes a curse for the product. That since you can redeem after three years, uh, people think that time horizon is three years and they start redeeming the money after three years. You know what? The, the biggest uh, disadvantage of PPF is that uh, it has a lock-in of 15 years. But that becomes the biggest advantage of PPF that since the lock-in is 15 years, people know that they have to stay invested for 15 years and that's why they make money in PPF. If That's why I told you. If somebody can invest into an ELSS but have a PPF mindset, yeah. they are bound to make money. Thank you, Amit. Thank you for doing this with us. Uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in. I hope you had like great takeaways from this. You can like continue to like post questions when we post this um, on Twitter as a post, and uh, if possible, we'll try to answer them as well. Perfect. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, happy investing. Stay invested. Thank you. Bye. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully.